This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung on now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back as the A's have lost this one to the Astros. The Astros moving on. They'll be playing the Rays if the Rays beat the Yankees today. The Yankees hoping to stay alive in that uh, division series. Right now Tampa Bay leads two games to one and they'll be getting underway. Actually they've been underway I guess for the last 20 minutes or so uh, down in San Diego. So the Rays and the Yankees have gone to the bottom of the second. The Yankees are leading one to nothing and trying to stave off elimination. Uh, the Astros is too tough for the A's with their offense again today. And the A's plagued by uh, starting pitching, just not getting deep into games. Uh, the A's were leading 3 nothing on the strength of Laureano's home run in the second after three innings. But the Astros then the five-run fourth, the two-run fifth, two more in the sixth and seventh. That was pretty much all she wrote, 11-6, although the A's battle until... Uh, the last bit of energy was drained out of their ball club. They did score two runs in the ninth and lose it 11-6. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. When we come back, we'll kick things around with Chris Townsend. That's coming up right after this. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving RingCentral free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at RingCentral.com. Welcome to the new RingCentral. A's fans, we still need you to rep the town this postseason. You can win an A's flag by entering at athletics.com slash ALDS before midnight on Friday the 9th. That's right, just visit athletics.com slash ALDS before midnight Friday. 50 lucky winners will be randomly selected. No purchase necessary. Must be a legal resident of the U.S. and at least 18 to enter. Sweepstakes begin on 10-520 and ends 10-920. Limit one entry per person. Athletics.com slash ALDS. Let's go Oakland. This is A's Clubhouse. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse show. And obviously this is the roughest show of the season. And uh, it's never easy. And it's like this for everybody who does a post-game show. Unless you win it all, uh, you're going to have a show like this. And the A's Clubhouse show brought to you by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. You know, Ken, I'm sure we're going to take phone calls and people are going to talk about the season. But one thing that I've tried to really prepare people for was the fact that we're lucky we had a season. We're lucky we got to this point with everything that's going on in our country 
and with this virus that just continues to spread and they got the 60 games in they're getting the postseason in the bubbles working for the postseason i know we wanted more but i i mean for the most part i'm just happy we got to this point and the ace gave their fans seven extra games in a week and a half of baseball too with the uh, postseason prolonged and winning the series against the white Sox, and they had two of the most memorable postseason games that you know, we can think of right now the last game against the White Sox in the game yesterday. And the A's wanted to get deep in the postseason this year, Chris. It didn't happen. And it is, it's disappointing. It's the seventh time since 2000 the A's have not advanced past the division series. But, you know, and we can analyze today's game forever. The Astros were better in this series. They just were. I mean, they won three out of four. But, you know, to your point about getting through the season, and it was not without its difficulties, and there were bumps in the road, and it was arduous, and there were stops and starts to it, too. But I uh, got through it, and, uh, you know, we had a good time doing the games. It wasn't always easy with doing the games remotely, but, the, the, you know, my, my feeling about this, this whole thing was on a personal level was, you know, if the fans got something positive out of us doing the games then it was worthwhile you know if we could provide some entertainment and a diversion and uh, a sense of joy maybe the chance to follow baseball almost every day then you know it was more than worth it for us uh, you think about the A's who had a COVID positive test and had to quarantine in a Houston hotel you think about the Marlins as I did in the third inning talking about they had 18 players test positive plus staff Then you think about what happened with the Cardinals, and they missed so many games. And to think that these three teams with the COVID issue actually got into the postseason and winning your division was nice. It's, uh, you know, and they mentioned it late on the broadcast, Dan Rosillo talking about, you know, God, if these games would have been in Oakland, if you would have had fans, what that would have been like against the Astros. I'm not sure if we would have had fans this season, the Astros ever would have made the playoffs, but. The one thing is everybody had to go through this. It was a neutral site. It was no fans. It was mono mono and they just were not good enough to take down the Astros. Unless, and let's call it a, 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 as it is, the Astros are going to the LCS, the uh, ALCS, for the fourth straight year, and in the wild card era, only the Yankees, the Braves, and the Cardinals have done that. you got to tip your cap, even though you don't like them. You got to tip your cap. No, they played great, and this was not the team that we saw during the regular season. They played with uh, more intensity, and they had their swagger back, and they had some smiles on their faces. And they started pitching the, the longest an A starter went in this series was four and a third, and that's going to put too much uh, strain on your bullpen, Chris. But, um, yeah, I mean, all you can do is tip your hat to the Astros and Dusty Baker as much as it's, it's difficult to do that. But, yeah, you, you mentioned playing without fans, and the A's would have had home field here at the Coliseum, but that was the nature of this season. You had to play the hand you were dealt, and everybody played it, and it was, it was different with the, the, the new rule for, you know, with the runner at second base in the 10th inning and the, the doubleheaders with the two sevens. So um, it, was, it was different in many ways, but... Uh, you know, like you said, baseball got through it. I'm looking forward to watching the rest of the, the playoffs because I think the games, you know, it's interesting because, you, you know, if you walked in off the street and went to a playoff game and with no fans in the stands, you'd think, what's going on? And it's like a practice game or an exhibition game. But, you know, the, the postseason games were played with great intensity to me. And to me, the, co- the competition was such that the games were played as if there were fans in the stands. 
I know the players felt it without having the fans, and it was maybe a little tough at times to to have the kind of energy that you would have had in the postseason with the packed house. But uh, you know, credit to the to the ball clubs for playing with um, you know that kind of intensity in the postseason, even without fans this year. Yeah, I, I mean, some of these games. You think about the game against the White Sox. You think about the last couple of days. I mean, my God, the pit, in my stomach. I mean, the games were so intense. You don't even notice fans are not there. I mean, you're just living pitch to pitch. So, uh, in the end, it, it was definitely good theater. So, I know it was a very tough year for you guys. It was tough for all of us. You know, you know, with my guys not being able to be uh, at the stadium and not being able to go to a game. But yeah, like right now, I'm watching uh, Yankees trying to stay stay alive. You got the Padres and the Dodgers. The Padres got to win or they go home. So. We'll have some interesting baseball in the league championship series in Arlington and Peco. Those are going to be really good. And then uh, potentially the World Series with some fans in the stands. So uh, there's still a lot to watch, and we're going to cover it all on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. But a tremendous season for you and for Vince and for Ken and a way to finish this. And for Ray, yeah. And for Ray, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, Chris. And it's a joy to do the games and, uh, you know, uh, I have great partners and great people to lean on up here. And, you know, we thanked all the, the members of the technical crew in the ninth inning. But, you know, I can't say it enough that uh, it was a tricky deal doing these games while the team was on the road. And so everybody really pitched in and, and worked extra hours and extra hard to pull this off. All right. I got one question left. Yes. You ready? Uh-huh. Tomorrow. Probably, probably the most o'clock. important question. Yeah. My course or your course first? <laughs> I'll be around. I'll call you, pal. <laughs> Great season, buddy. Be well. Thanks. For, thanks for everything you did, too, for us, Chris. And, and you know, I, I think I can speak for the A's fans and how much they, they appreciate your dedication to what you do every day. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. All right, bud. Yeah, it's, it, it sucks. Losing sucks. The end of the year, this show. I mean, I... I hope one day I get to do an end of the year and it's a World Series championship. But a lot of guys that do what I do never get that opportunity. They may get the opportunity to go to the World Series, but not everybody gets to do a show where you win it. I've been very fortunate to do a couple Golden State Warriors championships, so I know what that feels like. I know it's like to do that last show and to host a parade, and I've experienced that in my career, but I'm not a basketball guy. Come on. Never sniffed it in football all the years that I did football. Never sniffed it, but baseball's my love. And I just hope that someday I get that opportunity. And for all of you, um, you know, it's sad. It, 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 you wanted that opportunity, and I stopped keeping score. I stopped keeping numbers. You know, this offseason, we don't even know what this offseason is going to look like. We have zero clue. We have no idea how free agency is going to work. We have no idea how the just the business of baseball is going to work. I highly doubt. I mean, they haven't said anything, but I believe the winter meetings were supposed to be in Dallas. I can't even see that happening. Uh, getting through the end of the year. We'll see if the NFL and college football can get through it. The NFL is now dealing with COVID-19. I have no clue what spring training is going to be like. We really have no idea what this team is going to be like. They got a lot of guys that could not be back, a lot of key players that could not be back. How are you going to replace those guys? 
There's so many questions heading into this offseason, and nobody, even the top guy, the commissioner, Rob Manfred, who joined me yesterday on A's Cast Live, I, I, you know, I had to ask him, even though I knew the answer, you know, what do you think the offseason is going to be like? And he's like, no clue. The virus will dictate how the offseason goes for Major League Baseball. The virus is going to dictate how you restart the NBA, how you restart the NHL, how can you finish the NFL season and the college football season. What do you do with college basketball? Well, I mean, I, we, have, we have all these questions and we have no answers. I wish I had answers for you. And, you know, the, the, all these free agent players that we're going to have, no clue. No clue who's going to come back, uh, who's not. And free agency could be real interesting with Major League Baseball teams not making the money that they normally make and not knowing what future profits are going to look like. We'll take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 5940075. The Oakland A's stand in solidarity with the black community against racism and injustice. This season is dedicated to championing organizations that serve the needs of Oakland's black community. The A's will work with local nonprofits focused on racial justice, social reform, African-American youth, and revitalizing Oakland. To learn more about the A's work in the community, visit athletics.com slash Black Lives Matter. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. And it's brought to you by Budweiser. And if anybody needs a Budweiser, it's me right now. <laughs> I wish I had a Bud Light. Oh. I am somewhat surprised that we got here. I, I'll, I'll never forget that Sunday. 
Marlins beat up on the Phillies. I think it was 11-5 or 12-6 or whatever it was. And we woke up that next day and all hell broke loose. The Marlins broke protocol in Atlanta before the season started. I was reading an article today preparing for my third inning hit. And, you know, Derek, she was like, they didn't go partying. They went and saw somebody. I I don't know exactly what happened. But that's where they think they caught it in Atlanta. And they went out and smoked the Phillies. And we wake up on Monday. And everybody in sports was, oh, my God, this is what we feared the most. This is what everybody feared. Now the NBA, the NHL, NASCAR, PGA Tour. PGA Tour had a couple people, but they would just take them out and replace them. And the biggest one of all, let me tell you something. If baseball didn't go this year, there's no way the NFL would have got going. There's no way. Baseball had to work for the NFL to work. And I was really scared. I was like, oh, they're going to shut this thing down. And and then the Cardinals got it. Oh, I'm really happy. I'm sad they lost. I'm not angry right now. I'm just sad. But I'm also happy that we got through it. And we got to, I mean, that we got to have A's baseball, that we got to have that release. I can't watch the news anymore. I can't take that anymore. Just to have sports in our lives, I think, was a really big thing for us. And to have the A's go this far and bring us some joy. Is it the ultimate joy? No. But it's joy. And now we're going to have no A's baseball for for a while, and we'll see how it's going to work out. And just cross our fingers and just hope that somehow a treatment – is available, and we can go back to living our lives because, you know, vaccines take a long time. It's just the reality. Uncle D, let's go to Uncle D in Tempe, Arizona. Go ahead, Uncle. Uh, uh, Tony, thank you for taking my call. No problem. First, I want I, I just want to congratulate uh, Dusty Baker. He's a great, a great Bay Area legend, and you guys got that, that win today. All right, but but uh, Tony, if you can give me a second, I just want to thank I want to thank all the players from the Oakland A's for putting their uh, families on the you know on the back burner for our enjoyment, and that means all of the the coaches and the grounds people and the production staff and the front office and the security and the broadcasting and all my friends at Lacer Ball in Oakland, zero one one seven Clay Street, and Tim. You might know Tim. I think he's a friend of yours, and my brother. And it just it in a year that meant had so many disappointments. Dis- disappointments, even though we didn't get there this year, it meant a lot, a lot for us. Yeah, appreciate it, Uncle D. Yeah. It, it it is a. Um... It's going to be a time to reflect, you know, down the road here. But I think what he just said is right. 
I mean, these guys, when Scott Emerson told us, he hasn't seen his wife or his dog since July. See, we, 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 we don't view these guys as regular human beings. We think, oh, they all make a ton of money, and ah, it's baseball. It's, no, I mean, traveling around? I got to tell you, I wouldn't want to be traveling around. Nope. I haven't been on a plane. I mean, I, I, I work out of my, my home studio. I mean, really the only place I go to is Costco, grocery store, golf course, and home. That's it. I mean, that is it. And these guys, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I was reading some quotes from some of these Marlin players, like how, you know, everybody around you is testing positive. I mean, isn't that going to freak you out a little bit? Or really freak you out? This is not a virus you can see. And we didn't have, you know... Now it's like you have to wear a mask. Well, back then, I mean, were these guys even wearing masks? I mean, it's got you're a Cardinal player. You don't want to bring this home to your wife. You don't want to bring it home to your parents. You want to bring it home to your kids or your girlfriend, and then they spread it, and then they spread it, and they spread it. I mean, think about what these players went through this year. That's why I've said all along, this will be one of the greatest champions I've ever seen. No one's had to go through this. There's no Major League Baseball team that's ever had to go through all of this. To play in a tournament like this, to go through everything that's been going on in our country, nobody. It takes strength. It takes mental strength to get through something like that and to be the ultimate winner of the tournament. Let's go to Anthony in Windsor. Anthony, you're on the hey, A's Tony. Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Thanks for taking my call. couple things. Um, first off, I want to thank you because there's a lot of content that was given to all A's fans that was A-centric during this lockdown and everything that's gone on, and it kept us going. And even when you had guests on that weren't exactly positive that there was going to be a season, you continued to have hope. So I want to thank you personally for continuing to give us great content the entire season and being able to get us to the start and then get us to the end. So I want to thank you. Well, that's very nice um, of you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Um, you also have said that the mentality of this team needs to be to get in, not just get into the playoffs, but to go out and actually contend for a World Series. And what I'm looking at as a fan, and I know this year is a little bit different, but, I mean, a lot of people are going to go after the ownership saying they need to spend money, they need to be able to bring – bring these great players in and, and build a team. This team won 97 games the past two full seasons. They won 36 games out of 60 this year. They won the division by seven games. They go into the playoffs, and in both series, you look at a team that felt and looked like they were playing as the underdog. And I can't, I can't figure out how that is that you go up against the seventh seed and you go up against the lineup and they continue to, they, they mash on you, but that's something that it looks like it's mentally, mentally this team needs to be able to wrap their head off, wrap their head around being a bully and being that, being that dog like the Astros have. The Astros have great players everywhere. They got dogs everywhere. 
They got people to hold people accountable everywhere. And when I hear that it took Ramon Laureano losing it yesterday to be able to get those guys going a little bit, it makes me wonder, where was that all the time? We need stuff like that. We need to be able to have a team that goes out and has a mentality that we are the better team because in the same division, playing pretty much pretty close to the same schedule, the Astros had a losing record. They had injuries. We had injuries. I, I'm, I'm happy the season got, got in. I'm happy that this is, this is something to where they were able to win a series. I'm not pleased that they weren't able to get past the team that they wanted to get past. And it looks like a mentality thing that's going to hold them up from being able to take that next step. And I, hopefully we'll be able to bring a lot of these guys back next year and we're able to switch that mentality to where we go in thinking we are the better team because 97 wins, 97 wins, 36 out of 60, that's pretty gosh dang good. And we should be able to go in not thinking that we're an underdog in any series. And it looked like the pitching staff, especially the bullpen, was really scared of the Astros lineup. And that, they could, granted, you can be scared of them, but – I don't understand. You're the number one bullpen in the league. You got to go out and do your job. So it's sad, but I'm grateful that the season got in. And I appreciate what you've done all year. So, well, hey, thank you very much. That was a very good call. Uh, a lot of your points are are spot on. And you know, I got to thank Commander Cody what what he did for us in A's Cast Live. I mean, we didn't realize that essentially we were going to have to carry a baseball show for like eight months. Eight months, almost eight and a half months, we did a baseball show. Yeah, about eight and a half months. We did a baseball show with no baseball. Think about that. A baseball show with no baseball for eight and a half months? I was listening to the guy. My, I, I like the guys on MLB Radio on Sirius XM. But they were so – they – they stopped talking baseball. They only talked virus and shutdown and this. I was just, you know, and we gave you content, and we kept updating the content for A's Cast. And if you're somebody out there listening on terrestrial radio right now, go to athletics.com/slash A's Cast. That's athletics.com/slash A's Cast. That's our 24/7 streaming station. We have a live talk show. We have all these podcasts. We're the number one podcast in baseball. You know, we have we have our guest list because of Cody is just insane and incredible. And you know, it's the show that that if you're a baseball fan, we cover everything. We cover all the teams, all the issues, plus the A's. And if you love the A's, this is where you go. Because this is the only place in the Bay Area, this is the only place in Northern California people are gonna talk A's. The minute we go off the air here, uh, in a couple seconds here. Before we get to another phone call, they want it's back to the NBA, it's NFL. So if you're a baseball fan, we take care of you year-round. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, hey Tommy. Well, not exactly how we wanted the season to end, but uh, I guess what bothers me more is who beat us rather than losing. Because, uh, frankly... You know, as I said yesterday, we overachieved this year anyway. 
you know, we got further than all the experts thought we would at the beginning of the season. And we did it without, let's face it, we did it without our heart and soul, Matt Chapman. So, uh, you know, I would have loved to have seen us obviously beat them or at least be more competitive, but I'm still proud of these guys. I think they, uh, under, under these, you know, very difficult circumstances, played a hell of a season and I tip my hat to them. Um, I'm a little concerned, though, about, <laughs> you know, I'm from Boston, so uh, to have to choose between the asterisks or the New York Yankees, should the Yankees uh, move on, uh, you know, I might have to take a pass on that one. But, uh, <laughs> well, becoming a National uh, League fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go Padres, right? <laughs> but um, anyways, and, and I also want to, you know, I too want to thank you and the rest of the broadcasting crew and the you know, the A's organization from the players up up to the top uh, because this has been an especially difficult year for me too, even beyond the pandemic. I mean, I won't get into it. It's not appropriate here. But so I really needed this uh, more more than I ever have in the 60 years I've, I've followed baseball. So, you know, I tip my hat to you guys. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for allowing me to, you know, <laughs> get through some difficult times here, you know, with, with enjoying A's baseball and, and everything that went with it. So thanks again. Thank you, Gene. Appreciate it. You're a great friend and a great caller. Um, that's where you got to thank Dave Cavill. That's where mm-hmm. you got to thank Matt Pearl. When this whole thing was like, what are we going to do? And it was stay on, keep entertaining. And that's what they told us to do. They said because people need this. People need a release. If with no, and if we don't have games and we started doing – look at all the stuff we started doing. We, we started doing the 70s World Series teams. Then we did 89. We were getting creative. We were trying to do content mm-hmm. for you guys during these tough times. Gene, thank you so mm-hmm. much. We'll talk soon. Uh, that, that, that's, that's, I don't know how many presidents around baseball said that, that they cared about their fan base so much they said, Townsend, get back on the air and do the show. So we never left. Most people would have said, ah, why are you going to do Ace Cast Live? But we kept doing it, and it's because of Dave Cavill, and it's because of Matt Pearl, and because of their vision of what they see this as the device to be able to speak to you, the A's fans, on a year-round basis. Let's get one more caller in here before we have to break. Let's go to let's go to the guy. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you are first caller of the season. Greg, are you there? Do we lose Greg? I'm here, Tony. Go ahead, Greg. What's cracking, brother? Tough one today, huh? Yeah, it's uh, it's always the uh, worst show of the year. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know what? Glass half full mentality. It's kind of a time for reflection. And uh, you know, I think you made some good points. I, I take that back. You made some great points about you know the fact that this COVID nineteen deal it's real. You know, I, I got a doctor in the family, and I get updates daily about this thing, and it's real and it's scary and. Uh, you know, you got to give kudos to everybody that kept guys safe. You know, we got through that scare early in the season with the Florida Marlins. And, um, you know, before I get into things, I just want to thank you and, and thank the staff. And, you know, like I said, the guys that answer the phones and, 
Um, your baseball knowledge is real. Um, the fact that you keep it real when it comes to, uh, you know, holding guys accountable and, and maybe not saying the popular thing, you know, that's why I love you. And, uh, you know, I'm going to look for you in, in, in March, hopefully, at, at spring training, Tony. I hope you're out there. I want to buy you a beer. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Remember, we're not going away. We will still have we still have A's Cast going, and we'll still be doing A's Cast Live, our talk show. We're not going away for the offseason. No, no, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have fun with that. I'll, I'll be looking for that because, like you said, free agency, I mean, that's going to be a whole a whole other animal, you know, with, with some of the question marks the A's got with guys coming back. And, um, you know, it, it's just a tough deal. And, and I guess you can kind of look at it two ways. You know, the A's accomplished something this year. They got farther than they did the last few years. You know, we won an elimination game. We won a series. Um, you know how I make these phone calls, and sometimes I might come off as, as maybe the Debbie Downer or kind of the, the, the bloom and gloom guy. And, you know, I just try to do my best to keep it real. You know, that, that's, that, I, I try to stick to the facts. And, you know, obviously I'm not always right. Um, you know, but, but I think it kind of comes down to the fact that, you know, with this core of guys we got, I really think there's that superstar player that's lacking. You know, can, can it be Matt Chapman? I think it can be, but who knows how he's going to respond off hip surgery. I mean, that's, you know, that, that's not like a broken finger. I mean, a hip surgery is a pretty serious deal. Um, I really think the A's need that superstar guy. I think they need a Tommy LaStella back next year, you know. I think the guy's got to go back to the drawing board and, and really learn how to hit when it comes to guys in scoring position and making contact and, you know, the home runs are great. We, we talk about that all the time. But, you know, that's just the offensive side of the ball. I think this rotation, you know, we talked about it a couple months ago, Townie, and there's a lot of holes and there's a lot of question marks in that rotation. I mean, Chris Bassett's your number one guy? I don't know, maybe. You know, I, I know Manaya's not. Uh, you know, I know Frankie Montas isn't. And Jesus Lazardo, I, I don't know how many times you've said it, Townie, but, you know, the stuff's great, but – what have you done for me lately? And he didn't have a good rookie year. I, I don't care. I'm not going to spin it anyway and talk about a learning curve. Jesus Lazardo's rookie year was not a good rookie year. And I don't know, man. I, I just I, I try to keep the glass half full and kind of look at the, the positives and, and what we accomplished this season compared to seasons in the past. I love the resilient attitude. You know, these guys never say die. And that, that can go a long way. The experience can go a long way. But you mix in the fact of free agency and I'm already reading that the Philadelphia Phillies are going after Marcus Simeon and, you know, Simeon to the Phillies. And there's just a lot of questions going forward. And, you know, I don't know what you think, uh, you know, but no, no, there's, I mean, Marcus Simeon, Liam Hendricks, uh, Fires, Soria, Yasmero Petit, Grossman, Listella, uh, Lamb, McFarland. I mean, there, there, there's quite a few guys that uh, they they may not be back. I don't know who they're going to bring back. I don't. We, we have no idea what the market's going to be like. I mean, I've got a feeling that the checkbook isn't coming out from a lot of owners saying, "I need this guy. Get me." You know, I don't think a Garrett Cole deal is going to be out there. Uh, I know Marcus Simeon wants to be here. I know Liam Hendricks wants to be here. But what is? Well, I don't know what anybody's market's going to be. These teams didn't even come close to making the money they normally make. Their profits are down so much. That's why we play, just to get some TV money into the bank. 
I mean, but all, so much of the profits is gone, and they have no – I mean, think about this as a business, how you always plan for the next year. How do you plan for next year? How are you even going to know what next year looks like? How do we even know we're going to have spring training? How are we even going to know we're going to start in late late March? Yeah, The projections, there are none. So with that in mind, how many GMs are really going to have the wherewithal to go out – and open up the checkbook and spend big time. I don't think there's going to be a lot of teams like that because there's so much of the unknown. Because let me tell you something, the last thing you want to do is have a big-time signing free agent and all of a sudden we're having another COVID season where we're playing 60, 80 games. That's something I think owners are going to be very afraid of. GMs are going to be very afraid of. But, Greg, you've been a great caller all year long. Thank you so much for being the first caller and being loyal to us. We appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Thanks, brother. I love what you guys do. And, uh, like I said, come March, fingers crossed. Beer's on me, brother. Thank you. Love it. Love it. All right. We're going to be le- – a lot of radio stations, we're going to be leaving. But if you want to continue, we've got a boatload of calls This is a show where I'll take everybody's call, let everybody have their last say. But remember, we're not going away. Athletics.com slash A's cast. Year-round coverage, baseball, A's. We will still have our talk show, A's cast live, and we'll be running all. We'll still have the Bob Melvin show, and we'll still have the David Ford show. Nothing changes other than we don't have games. But we still cover the A's and the sport like a Snuggie, and nobody does it better. Remember, athletics.com slash A's cast. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, and it is brought to you by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary lager. This Bud's for you. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. in the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. You're listening to A's Cast. You know, two things that I will not stop fighting for. Starters going deeper in games and making more contact. I'm not going to stop. I mean, we had Mike Petriello from MLB.com on Ace Cast Live. And, you know, he's super analytics guy. And he threw the line out there like, 
you know, an outs and out. What does it matter if you if you grounded out or you struck out? I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Yeah, I rather as a pitcher, I rather strike you out. But if you put it in play, weird stuff can happen. Josh Reddick hit a little blooper to left field. It's a base hit. You get a ground ball to short. How about that ground ball that really affected the A's that ended up being an error on Marcus Simeon? By putting the ball in play, stuff can happen. You don't put the ball in play, you're just an easy out. So the home run, walk, strikeout deal, I mean, look how tough these, these Astros are. I mean, these Astros, they don't strike out, and they make a lot of contact, and that's why they're moving on. I mean, go down the lineup. Springer with a hit. Altuve with a dinger. Brantley had a couple dingers. He had three hits today. Bregman with two hits. Tucker with three hits. Correa with three. I mean, it's it's the lineup. I mean, they hit. They're tough. They're tough to get out. The A's got to become tougher outs. My guys are savages, as Aaron Boone would say. Yeah, I want savages. I want guys that are, they are tough out. But when you're punching out, you know, like today, the A's had 10 strikeouts. How many double-digit strikeout games did the A's have this year? I'm not in the mood to go back and, and research that. I just bet it's a lot. I just When you put the ball in play, I don't know. Remember the game against the White Sox where the ball hit off the lip and was an air on the second baseman? It's because the ball went – crazy things can happen to a baseball when it gets hit. You never know. How about Josh Hamilton? Remember that? 2012, last game of the year, routine pop-up. You made contact and something happened because he can't close his eyelids because he's drinking too many energy drinks. See how that changed the game? Because you put it in play. And starters – you know, like Frankie today, just when stuff goes wrong, you can't you can't just you can't wilt that easy. Yeah, there's something the starters gotta go deeper and they gotta be tougher. And yeah, you know, last call I was talking about it. You know, Lazardo ended the, the the last month of the year and his two playoff starts. Uh he was one and one with a five point four five ERA. Just saying. Let's go to Andrea in Berkeley. Andrea, sum this thing up for me. How are the moons looking? Yes, well, thanks for your perspective, Tony. And first and foremost, thanks for a really awesome show this season. We really appreciated it. And uh, kind of sad it's over, but glad it happened kind of thing. And, um, you know, like you said, baseball was such a diversion and a healing, you know, between COVID and, um, you know, the wildfires, racial injustice, the air quality, I mean, you name it, it was just, you know, really, you know, super stressful and nice to have baseball to turn to. And some positive takeaways, you know, the A's finally did win a playoff series and an elimination game versus the White Sox, and they did hit a lot of home runs. But, um, you know, it's just the sense of normalcy that baseball brought, and the baseball gods and goddesses were just grateful uh, that we even had a season. I mean, it was looking kind of bleak towards the beginning, so, you know, try to count the blessings there. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a good group of guys, and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, Simeon will stay. I know he's my Virgo birthday twin, and he's a free agent. There's a lot of talk about him. And, 
you know, I'm glad the show will continue on in some form. Did you just say through the entire year, not basically it'll still happen? Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll take it up to probably two weeks before Christmas. Okay. And then, I mean, I'm not sure. You want to get people together, and we're seeing a lot of it virtually. Uh, will mm-hmm. we have like a virtual? We'll cover everything. Oh. We'll cover free agency. We'll have all the main players on. We'll have all the great guests. Yeah, we'll be. Okay. It's the same. It's the same thing we did. I mean, we've never stopped. Ace Cast and Ace Cast Live has never stopped. Oh, good. I'm glad. And that'll be funny to have the winter meetings go virtual because I used to attend, and the lobby was like the main scene there. It's like, oh, there's yeah. Scott Boris. Oh, there's it's crazy. You know, and to have it virtual is a very. It's going to be a very different experience. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're still gonna want to get together somehow, and uh, but right, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've, I have no idea. May, we don't know week to week, let alone December, yeah. right? So, I mean, who knows? Right. May, may, maybe something happens, and we can uh, actually have the winter meetings. Right, but um, it's good that your show and A's Cast will continue because it's a really awesome show and really good guests and timely and a lot of insightful info and. Uh, you know, it was a good season. I think it was, you know, pretty wonderful that we even got to this point. And, uh, you know, we'll just build on it and hopefully have a better year uh, next year. No doubt. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Yes, thanks, Tony. Take good care. See, that's the one thing that we've built over the years, and it's been great, whether it was different stations and now here with A's Cast and A's Cast Live, is we have kind of like a uh, – it's a family. It's an ace family. These people, so many of you have called for, for so many years. We've been doing this a long time. And we've built that up, and it's definitely something special. Let's go to Robert in Oakland. Robert, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show, brought to you by Budweiser. Good evening, Tony. How you doing? We're hanging in there. We're hanging in there. Good, good. Hey, let me say uh, I appreciate uh, you being here for A's fans, uh, for a fan like myself, because or if you remember, I don't know if you, I'm sure you do the beginning of the season. I thought it was really disappointing that there was not a live radio broadcast that even carried this team um, in the first, I don't even know how many games, but I just thought that was ridiculous, but that that's kind of typical of how 2020 went. My thing is, I've been an A's fan since I can remember. And the one thing that really pissed me off, first of all, we, as we've seen these three games, these four games, we don't have an ace. I don't know what's going to happen with Puck. None of us do. But we don't have an ace. Um, the other thing we don't have, and I can clearly remember Melvin talking last year, and I'm not blaming this on Melvin because uh, I'm going to put the rat on the table. I think it's a bean and – if you help me out, please tell me where he got his philosophy from. Because this take strikes while you look at pitches and make a pitcher walk. Yeah, that's all good and fine in the regular season. Uh, but he's been quoted as saying in the playoffs that his SHIT don't work. And how we've seen that over and over. And I never forget it. I watched the show with Dusty one day, and this is he had even got to Houston. How can guys take a third strike just looking? I mean, if you look at the season, 16, 13, 17 strikeouts, that's unheard of. 
but that's the age. So I don't blame it on Melvin. I'm sure uh, he would like to have a different philosophy, uh, as all managers do. I blame it on Bean, and and it, and it starts at the top. I mean, where does that philosophy? Where did help me out? Do you know where he got that from? Well, Bean's philosophy was a philosophy that really started with Sandy Alderson, and then he just took it to a next level. And the level is they don't care how you get on base. They just want you to be able to get on base because you can't score runs unless you get on base. And it stems back to Moneyball. But so many different things have changed as, you know, back then hardly, hardly anybody was using analytics. Now everybody is using analytics. So, And now everybody has their own versions of their analytics. So it's like, I mean, you look at the New York Yankees. There was a great article in The Athletic. I think it was last year. It's where Brian Cashman of the Yankees called up Billy Bean because the Yankees really weren't doing. You know, the Yankees and George Steinbrenner just bought talent. They weren't doing analytics, but now the Yankees have their own analytic department with like over 20 employees. So uh, everybody's doing it. Um, the A's have been successful. They get to the postseason. The question is, how do you win in the postseason? And how you win in the postseason is, I don't think you're going to walk your way. I think you got to hit your way. And I think you see with yeah, the, the Houston right. A- There's a reason why the Astros have been to two World Series and been, been to the, the league championship four straight years. And, and, and that's the whole thing about a manager look at it it doesn't matter if dusty aj hinch chris townsend if you're managing that houston astros team and let's say they didn't have the scandal if they didn't have all those issues they would have been well over 500 and verlander didn't get hurt no soon and all that i mean a good i mean we talk about managers look at the yankees yankees went to the playoffs Fired Girardi, hired Aaron Boone. They still go to the playoffs because they got great talent. If you got talent, if you got talent, you're going to win. I mean, but a manager, I think, especially in a situation like the A's, means so much is you got to have some, and like Cash in Tampa, you got to have somebody with so many moving parts. Uh, you got to have somebody who's got to manage the human beings. I mean, and and that is a skill that that Bob Melvin has, Cash has, because there's a lot of tough decisions with these players when you have a lot of different move with, with a lot of different movement. Absolutely, and I totally agree. And as I stated, I don't blame Melvin. I think he's just handcuffed. He's handcuffed by what he's working with. Uh, by because I don't believe. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I just believe that. Uh, if he could hit and run a little bit more, that would probably be an option. But uh, I'm not going to hold you. But I, night before last, I couldn't get in. But someone said, we're trying to win with platoon players. You even said it. Uh, and God bless him, Chad Pender hits the three-run homer yesterday. But he's our three-hole hitter. I mean, these are platoon players. Nothing wrong with them, but you're asking them to carry a load. Carry a load. I mean, we really got about a handful of players that probably other teams would want, really, if you really thought about it. We know our corners are good. Lim is, is lights out. Uh, Melvin's today stayed too long with Frankie. I mean, I'm, no pitcher went more than, what, four and a third, four and two-thirds? You can't win that way in the playoffs. I mean, you got to gut it out. But I'm glad uh, baseball did play. I'm glad they came through uh, their COVID uh, episode. Uh, I look forward to next year. God willing, if, if uh, we're around to see next year, uh, 
I'm just I just get disappointed by just getting to this position like most A's fans and well this just three more games than we played in the past, but hopefully we'll see a turnaround in my lifetime and then as you said Thankful that you did. I know you're a baseball guy, but thankful that you did get to cover some parades because at the age, uh, the way they're going right now, unless, like you just said, we get some talent, talent. I mean, some real hardcore talent. This will be our end-of-the-year calls, unfortunately. (laughs) Thank you, Robert. I got got a ton of calls I got to get to. Let's go to the coach and Los Alamos. Coach, you're now on the clubhouse show. Hey, tough loss today, huh, Tony? Yeah, it was brutal. It was brutal. So uh, I know it's just a game, but, you know, you want to win these things. So uh, thinking the, um, the A's, the whole organization, pretty good identifying talent. How good are we at coaching them up to play in a big game? I, I'm not sure. Because, you know, even as I listened to David Force this morning, you know, he said, well, and I don't want to overemphasize words, but he said, well, if we're lucky enough to win, <laughs> then we'll play tomorrow. No, they, they have to believe they're going to win. So I, I just I don't see the players believing in themselves enough. Like Frankie Montas, he, he has to believe he's better than Altuve. And, um, you know, he's got to go after him. Just like you have – and he's, he's an elite talent. And um, – you know, like you look at your guys like Stu or Grant Balfour or these guys. I mean, they don't have any more talent than Frankie Balfour or than uh, Frankie Montas, but they believed in themselves. So I, I just think they really have to coach these guys up. They're, you know, you, problem, co- problem, Coach, you're at the big league level. You, you, you either, I mean, you yeah. got that or you don't. And, you know, Frankie, when he walks – he walks Altuve, then he gets three one to Brantley, and he just hangs it. I mean, some some of these pitches that we saw in the series. God, when Delkin threw up a a what was it a three one hang me slider that was eighty six <laughs> miles an hour right. To, I'm forty eight years old. If you threw me an eighty six, I can make contact on that. I mean, it's just there were so many meatball pitches, and yeah, I the pitching staff. You got to get more out of your starters. If your starters are, 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 if you're basically going, I got to go out there and get these guys in the fourth inning of every playoff game. How far do you think you're going to go? I mean, you can try and staff it, and I know the Rays are trying to do that right now down in San Diego, and they're down to the Yankees two to one. But uh, I, I keep saying, the more pitchers you throw out there, the more chance one of them is going to have a bad, bad day, or two of them are going to have a bad day. If you throw out eight, nine guys, not everybody's going to go out there and put up zeros. And I was a little disappointed in Frankie today. I thought I thought when the going got tough, uh, he was not he was not ready to battle through it. And, and it, he that game got away from him really, really fast. And you're right. He's got too much talent for that. Yeah. he. I mean, he's an elite talent, and then he just – Bins that ball up there to Korea. I mean, what what was that? Oh. Just gonna, I mean, execute the pitch. You're, this is to try to advance in the postseason. My goodness, that was just not, so. I don't know if they don't believe. And I'll use an example of a couple batters. Um, you know, Ole had a hard time this series. He, he, I mean, he's he's an elite talent. He's a a very skilled man, and he has to show up and. He, 
and he has to play the game of baseball. He has to put the ball in play. And if he were to put the ball in play a few times, we probably would have, you know, we would have won today, most likely. Might have won one of the other games. And then you compare him to Robbie Grossman. I mean, there's no comparison in the talent level. And then, But then you come in the ninth inning, there's Robbie spinning the ball to left field to keep the game alive. You know, I mean, if you just – it only has to – he has to bring more to these games. You know, he has to – and, you know, he dropped a couple balls. You know, he dropped one. He dropped one in the last series. So I, I go back to 68, you know, because I, I followed days my whole life. And, uh, you know, these aren't the Dick Williams A's. Yeah, and, and they need to be a little more of the Dick Williams A's. And those teams could win a one-run game <laughs> a lot. They want a lot of one-run games. And uh, here, you know, geez. You know, some other guys that came to play, you know, Pinder, I mean, he always comes to play. And I, I think Murphy was encouraging, you know, in these in these series. But, oh, uh, yeah, no doubt about <laughs> it. Hey, hey, Coach, I got a lot of people I got to get to. Yeah. Thanks for the phone call. Um, you know, I'm wondering if we're going to leave this playoff series – and I have no idea about Tommy Lastella, but was this the type of series where you, you're now saying to yourself, I, I have no problem going to spring training. Thank God don't have to deal with Pareto. Don't have to talk about Mateo. Don't have to talk. Do we just say Chad Pender, go play second base? Hoping that Matt Chapman comes back and is ready to go game one. Just say you're playing second base. I know it makes you a very heavy right-handed team with Loriano and Piscotti and Chapman, and we have no idea about shortstop now, but if, if Marcus is back, you're a very right-handed team. But, I mean, is, is he the type of guy that we now look at and go, you know, if you just said, all right, you're playing second base every game, go get him. What kind of year could he have? Now, obviously, StatCast loves him. They love his breaks in the outfield. But why don't you say, hey, play second base. Go out and have a good year. Go out and have a good year. Let's go to Gary in San Ramon. Gary, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. Just uh, wanted to thank you and all your staff and the organization uh, for putting on a great show and, and keeping us fans entertained, like you said earlier, uh, we're lucky to have baseball, and uh, thanks again to the players for all the sacrifices they made, the families, all the staff. Like you said, Scott Emerson hasn't seen his dog or his wife since July. You know? So uh, just just uh, really appreciative uh, of all that. So, uh, But anyway, uh, just a couple of comments. Um, you know, the big disappointment for me today or for the whole series was the pitching staff. Melvin was trying to push the buttons, and uh, – Nobody came, stepped up. The only guy that stepped up was Hendricks yesterday. And uh, that, and he's a free agent. And I tell you what, if there's one guy we really need to have back, it's him. And, uh, of course, we need Simeon. So I don't know if the organization, like you say, is not going to spend the money to sign these guys. There's too much uncertainty. I just hope we can get some of these guys back. Uh, the, the window for this group is kind of closing a little bit. and uh, But in my heart of hearts, you know, I'm hoping for a, a new stadium and some great players to watch, Townie. So uh, really, really appreciate the, the organization and everything else that they're doing. But unfortunately, in the Bay Area, success is measured in championships. And um, this team has uh, hadn't had one since 89. That's really a long time to wait, Townie. 
That, that, yeah, amen to that. Thank you, Gary. You're always going to be judged on two things, wins and losses. That's all you're going to be judged on. You know, we came up with the when you out-homer the opponent and everybody's into that. Well, in these 13 playoff series, and I count the wild cards in there, since 2000, the A's have out-homered their opponent six times. The opponent has out-homered them five times. And twice it's been even. They've only won two of those series. Just two. So they've out-homered and lost series. So I, I can't go with it's all about home runs. Let's go to Mike in Phoenix. He's Okay, let's go to, uh, wow, Christian in Houston, Texas? Christian in Houston, how are you? I'm doing all right, Mr. Townsend. Long time no here. I'm glad you've been doing well since the sports byline USA days. But still, I know you're... I know that you and the athletic fan base are still upset about what happened. And, you know, props to you guys. You guys really tried to talk the talk, but y'all obviously walked the walk in this series, despite the fact that y'all won one game. But, hey, all I got to ask is, even though y'all did manage to advance past the White Sox, y'all gave the Astros a hell of a fight. And lost, but still, is this by any chance, you know, given that the Oakland Athletics, despite the fact that they're going to need pretty much a hard reset with a few of the stars they have, is it the chance that the Athletics are going to be one of the top teams in the American League West next season, if not the American League in general? I, You know, I, it's hard for me to look into the future right now. Right? I mean, I, I look at I look at the Houston Astros. There's going to be no Verlander. There's not going to be no Asuna. Are they going to are they going to break the bank and try and bring some free agents in? Um, I have no idea what their pitching is going to be. Oh yeah, if some of their, these or young guys end up being good uh, mm-hmm. with the A's, are we going to bring back Liam Hendricks? Are we going to bring back Marcus Simeon? Obviously, there's going to be some guys that 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 lose. I mean, we're so far away from what anything is going. It's hard to know, but I do think this. I do think the young core. When you look at Matt Chapman, when you look at Matt Olson, when you look at your catcher and your right fielder and your center fielder, I, I still think. Going into next year, this will continue to be a battle between the Astros and the A's. Until I see any kind of pitching in Anaheim, uh, I, I don't think Texas is going to be there. And clearly Seattle doesn't want to win. So this will still be, until further notice, this is still going to be a two-horse race for the American, American League West heading into 2021. So, in other words, you're probably not going to want to see the Anaheim Angels there either. <laughs> yeah, I just, I mean, they got no pitching. It's like, where are they going to get pitching? Christian, thank you for the phone call. Be well there in Texas. Um, yeah, I mean, you got to be able to pitch. And, you know, for the A's, I mean, you know, when whenever we get this thing going again and talking to Scott Emerson, it's going to be like, you got to get this mentality, this bulldog mentality that uh, – Four innings is not good enough. 
I mean, that's just reality. Come on, man. You can't give me five? Five? We had one starter go more than five once? Who do you think you're going to beat by doing that? You think you're going to take out the Yankees with your starting pitcher going four? You think you think you're going to beat the Dodgers? I mean, it's not a bullpen with a ton of flamethrowers like like the Rays have. I mean, your one guy that brings the heat is Liam Hendricks. God, I, I can't imagine the A's without Liam Hendricks. What he means now to this franchise. All righty, we'll continue taking your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You are listening to the A's Clubhouse Show, the last clubhouse show of 2020. And it's brought to you by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California. Your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com/athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central, the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. 
In business, things move quickly. You have to be ready to shift, pivot, adapt, then do it all over again. Comcast Business gives you fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. And now, ask how to get fast shipping with Amazon Business Prime Essentials. Wow, that was fast. So no matter what comes next, you can do more than bounce back. You can bounce forward. Offer ends 102520. Restrictions apply. Requires qualifying Comcast Business Service. New Amazon Business Prime Essential members only. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage. From player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. All right, let's get back out to the phones after the A's are knocked out of the postseason. This is the A's Clubhouse Show brought to you by Budweiser. Let's go to Jeff and Conquer. Jeff, you are on the Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for taking my call and for all your work this season. Appreciate it. And um, I just wanted to talk about the offseason. I am one of those pessimistic fans that is worried that they're going to blow it up again, and especially if they lose Marcus and Liam. Um, you know, I know that Bean and Force don't control the pocketbooks, but for God's sakes, Fisher has more money than God. I mean, he would he, – he needs to show this, this fan base that he actually kind of cares just for once. The, you know, the Astros kept their infield together. They kept their core together. That's why they're where they are they're at right now that's why they're they're always there and we need to we need to just put a stop to this trading away young talented guys and i can already see it happening with chapman why why let me tech, talk you off the ledge they're not trading chapman or olsen that's not happening I, they, they said that about donaldson donaldson wasn't young ta- donaldson. donaldson wasn't young talent this is a whole different ballgame. He ball was a young talent. No, he wasn't. He was he... a total young talent. Yeah, he was. He was like 28 years old. That's pretty That's young. That's not young? That's not young? That's young. It's, it's right These guys time. are 25 that and what, 26? They're not going anywhere. I, I don't know I'm why you... I don't know why you're thinking this. Tony, because I've been a, because I've been an A's fan for my entire life and I know how they work. I know how they think. They try to save every little penny. Look what they but did they to the minor But they don't have to pay either of these season. guys. You're talking crazy. Know, but they're, they're not. They, they you I'm don't have to pay for even, years. Even even arbitration, they're stingy. They're still stingy with raises. Look what they did to the minor league guys in the offseason. It took an outrage from the fan base to finally get Fisher to come around and pay these guys. I mean, it's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed to be an ace fan, not because of what they put on the field, but how they run their organization. I love what Cavell does. I, you know, I, I love what they're doing with the, with the A's cast, and I love how they're making all this stuff you know, affordable for us fans. But, gosh, keep a unit together with a laughing stock of baseball. Everybody calls us the minor league pipeline to the Yankees still. I mean, it's just it's, it's frustrating. It's infuriating. Hey, 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 let me tell lose, you something. 
Wouldn't he I, lose I, like this? Jeff, I don't know what you're, Jeff, I don't know what you're talking about. I talk to more baseball experts than anybody in baseball, and no one says that. I, I don't know what you're talking you about. I mean, you, you're, you're kind of living on old stuff. Uh, when's the last time an, an ace player was going to the Yankees? I mean, what are you talking about? No, but, uh, that, I, I understand. I was using the exa- Yankees. You're example, using like, like late 90s, early 2000s. Bro, we're in 2020. Chapman, I, I, I'm looking at Chapman. That, but Chapman's not reason, a free agent until he's fripped. Chapman's not a free agent until 2024. But the only reason they're not signing is because they're getting traded away in their prime. I'm telling you, County, look, I have valid reasons for being concerned that they're going to blow this up. Like being a lifelong ace fan and seeing this happen time and time again. They're so close. I really think if they keep this unit together next year, they're going to be in the World Series. I absolutely believe they have the talent. They need, obviously, they need another dominant starting pitcher. They need a, a little help in the bullpen, a lot of help. They got to re sign Liam. I mean, come on, but we and maybe a guy like Gossman. I mean, even if he's not a starter, he, a guy that can just pump up 98, 99, like the Astros relievers were. So you you really I mean, in your what, mind, how... you really in your mind have talked yourself into that Olsen and Chapman. Are, when, so are they getting traded this off season? Is it the next off? Like when I don't do you... know. I worry. I don't know, but my point is I have a valid reason to be concerned about it because of the history of this, this ownership group and Bean and his philosophy and get rid of them before they start going on the down cycle. I really think that they have, and they're still on the upswing. This unit, if they can keep this unit, Chapman, Semyon, Olsen together, I, and Loriano even, I mean, I, Tana even. All those guys I don't mean, if they call, can keep that other than, Simeon, other than Simeon and Liam Hendricks, which I don't know what they're going to get offered, all those guys you just mentioned are making nothing, and they're all under team I control un- for years. I, I don't know. I, I don't know that, where you has, like. Like, like you act like the A's have been the Pittsburgh Pirates. The you're you're acting like okay. Do they not go to the playoffs? They do do they not the go playoffs, to the playoffs? But what I'm saying is 12, no, no, 13, 14, 18, 19, 20. When they blow it up, and they often do, then there's that inevitable two to three years where we stink again. And I just right. don't think it's ready. I don't think they're ready for that. That's all I'm saying. I love this team. I do want them to keep them together. I worry that they're going to do what they've done in the past and cut bait too early. And if I'm wrong about that or if I sound dumb about that, I'm sorry. But that's just how I feel, and I'm a battered A's fan, and I just don't want to see them break this unit up. Can you that's imagine? All. Can that's you all. imagine? Can you imagine if if your mentality, which I understand, can you imagine if you were like a Pirates fan? Well, I'm not, so I don't well, care about the Pirates. I I don't look. The Pirates are <laughs> are just. I mean, I mean seriously. They're in a, they're in a I mean, seriously. I, I I could find a bunch of different teams that they don't win. And they don't, and they're not going to win for I'm years. Not, look, and, look, and you're worried, and is, you're worried about these young players who are on controllable I deals, am. who are not free agents for Absolutely. years, and you're acting like they're getting traded this offseason. That's lunacy. I sh- I sure am. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm a Nays fan. I know how Bean thinks. He'd rather sell high always. And I, this is why it I'll goes bet directly you. to Fisher. I'll the bet guy you. Has so much. I money. will bet you. Yes, so much money, and he needs I to will bet you. Squad. I will bet you. What do you want to bet that Matt Olson and Matt Chapman are not traded this offseason? 
You want about dinner? Spring training, like the other guy. You want it? You want you want to do dinner? You want to drink? Like, what do you want to bet that neither of those guys yeah, get drink? Yeah, I'll bet you a meal at Don and Charlie's in spring training. Well, it's closed down. We'll pick somewhere else, though. I want you to remember <laughs> McDonald's this. McDonald's drive-through. No, no, no. You're yeah, no. We're, we're going McDonald's to a nice dinner in downtown Scottsdale. I will remember you. Yeah, right, so you, you remember this bet. Thanks for the phone call. I understand they haven't won a World Series, and I understand the expectations. I get it. But I also understand how hard it is to win and how hard it is to win and be in the playoffs as much as they've been in. I, I, I've had people, oh, fire this guy, fire that guy. Like, okay. Let me just tell you this. If people were to get fired, the next round of people would be the guys that come in and truly gut teams. Like the Astros did, like the Orioles are doing, like the tight like they gut teams and they play for draft picks. You don't want that. But that that's what would be coming, because that's what all new everybody go, well, look how good the Rays are. Uh, I mean, they're now running the Boston Red Sox like they're the Boston Rays. You think the Red Sox are gonna win anytime soon under high bloom? Don't think so. Let's go to Chris in Oakland. Chris, you were on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, I'm a member of the best first names in the world club. There you go. Um, hey, Tommy, <laughs> no no lie, man. You, you make my life better. You're you're fun to listen to. You don't hold back. You've got to take. You're you're enthusiastic. You're as optimistic as any reasonable sports fan should be when you look at the team that that you're behind, that you're helping, that you're rooting for. You know, you give them every chance. Um, and in this very difficult year. I, I'm a I'm a long I mean I'm 50 years old and I'm a I'm a baseball nut whatever. Um, I was surprised because there's a lot you know a lot of important things going on in life. I was surprised when baseball got put on hold that I wasn't more kind of freaked out and missing it, but I wasn't. I was really surprised. Um, and I tapped in on A's cast every now and then, and I, I was really cool listening to some of the World Series uh, games and all that. Uh, thank you for that. And then, you know, I knew that if if we did start up, I would be back on the main line every day because that's the beautiful thing about this game. And I'm doing work. I do yard work with you uh, and and and. Uh, Ken Korak and Catronio and Ray Fossey. I, you know, I have, I have you guys in my earbuds when I'm out like chopping down, uh, <laughs> chopping down the vines and stuffing them into my little green dumpster. Um, I sometimes put you in my, uh, I, I have you on my earphones when I go for a long bike ride. Um, anytime I'm in the car and the game's on, if I'm at home, I might be cleaning my office. My wife's going to laugh. I got the game on the radio, and it's like five awesome hours, you know, five awesome hours of my day 
whether I'm productive or not, <laughs> just so glad to be listening to a cool guy who has a lot of emotion and a lot of soul. And then this, the best team in base. Look, come on. The A's are the coolest team in baseball. Anyone who follows the A's closely knows this. We got the best swag. We got the best colors. We have the best dynasty. And it would have been even better if we wouldn't have had such a complicated owner in the 70s. And this season was awesome. We somehow beat pretty much everybody, even though we don't have an all-star team. We, we have a couple of guys who a lot of teams would covet. Um, I, 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 I was amazed how in the playoffs we came around with Chris Davis hitting three home runs in the playoffs. Thank goodness. Ramon Laureano, I don't know who he gave a pep talk to. I think it was himself. But he had a hell of a game today. Um, and, and, like, Frankie Montas, that guy in the first three innings today was nasty. And it is a confidence game. So if, if Davis finally got back from that weird rib injury in Pittsburgh, and if Montas got back, if he maybe found his way back from his – I don't even know. I never really – got into the details of his uh, journey when he got uh, busted for PEDs. But maybe he's back. Maybe Luzardo's one step away. Um, this team, I'm just saying, this, this team is exciting. They fight hard. I love them. Uh, I'm, I'm proud to be an A's fan. And you, brother, made my life a lot better, a lot more fun, a lot more interesting than it would have been otherwise. And I'm not surprised because you've been doing this for years. Thank hey, hey I, I really appreciate the kind uh, the kind words. That's awesome. That, that means a lot to me. Thank you very much, Chris. That That's uh, that's special. And that's, you know, I just try and I try and bring it every day. I'm not always going to be right, but I'm going to bring it every day. You're going to get everything I got. Whether it's 60 games, 162 games, uh, 12 months out of the year, I'm going to bring it every day. That's just that's how I roll. And we want to be funny. We want to be entertaining. We want to make you laugh. Sometimes you want to cry like today. But uh, we try and put out the best product because we care. You know, it's real. And you guys know that. The amount of, amount of time that that we put into it, on a daily basis, you know, we our shows always go long. We always give you extra stuff. And, you know, that's what we've tried to do. We've, we have listened, and we want to give you what you always wanted, which is love and respect. And that's what A's Cast and A's Cast Live does. Because you're not going to get that from a radio station, terrestrial radio. You're just not. On that note, let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. Let's go to Kevin in Oakland. Kevin, you're on. Is he not there? Let's go to, oh, Mustang Matt in Discovery Bay. Mustang, where have you been all year? 
I'll tell you what, bud. I've been listening almost every day. Uh, I've been going through a lot of stuff that most people have in 2020. Um, I just wanted to call in. You're pretty much the only only person I'd be on hold for an hour to wait to talk to, but I just wanted to say two things. The first thing is I am so proud of our team for getting through this season. The fact that we were able to complete the regular season and get into the postseason, win around, and give us you know some kind of distraction in this crazy world we're living in right now. And uh, the second thing is I appreciate you, brother. I listen to you all the time. It is great to hear. I Next season, we will definitely be talking a lot more, hopefully some in the off season. I have one question for you, and that question is this. Do you think that the Oakland A's are going to open up the coffers and actually pay Marcus Simeon to be our longstanding shortstop? Don't know. I, I, I don't know what kind of deal is even going to be out there for him. I, I, want, I love Marcus Simeon. I think he's a wonderful human being. Uh, I think he's a great husband. I think he's a great father. I think he's a great son. I want him to get what's best for his family. I know that they want to stay here, but who knows? I mean, if someone comes and, and uh, may, if someone comes and makes him an offer he can't refuse, that's over that what the A's will pay. Uh, I, I'll be happy for him. I mean, this is this is his. He's made some, he's made some loot. But this is his one chance to truly cash in as a Major League Baseball player. And if he's able to do that, I will applaud. I'll always be a fan. I know he'll always come on the show. He's such a super guy. Uh, I just hope he gets the best possible deal he can get for his family. Is that with the A's? That'd be great. If it's not, I'm going to wish him all the best. And that's, you know, I I think that's one of the things that sets apart the Oakland A's fan base is there's generally not bad blood when when uh, you have a major uh, a major player leave unless they uh, show disrespect back to the organization and somehow I won't mention any names Jason Jambi. Um but you know at the end of the day too um, I know he's you know last year he was third in the MVP voting he hit 400 for us in the postseason um, I just I was really kind of hoping that uh. You know, we didn't have to ride our bullpen as hard as we did. Um, the fact that we hit, was it, 24 home runs between two teams in four games. I've been a baseball fan my entire life, played it most of my life. I'd never seen anything like that before. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, we're just in a position where we made the playoffs, we got past the first round, and now we need those, uh, we need those starting pitchers to uh, uh, maybe grow up a little bit and uh, get that stuff sharpened up so next season we'll have a really nice starting rotation. We'll talk to you soon, bud. Thanks. Be well. It's one thing they've always missed. There was a conversation between a star player and the manager of your A's. And, and I've been, I, I, I promised I wouldn't talk about it, or I promised I wouldn't give great detail on it. But this one guy said, you know what your guy's problem is? You just don't have that that elite guy. You just never – you haven't had that, that – and th- I'm not going back to Hudson Mulder and Zito. I'm talking about, you know, 12, 13, 14. Now, you haven't had that guy. You know that guy, the win day guy? The guy that is one of the best in the game, that's in the all-star game, that people look at and go, he's a stud. 
You just haven't had that guy. And I know everybody, I, I can't believe the stuff that's been said about Jesus Lazardo this year. I mean, everybody's been acting like this guy's Steve Carlton, Sandy Koufax, and he may. He throws hard. His stuff's, you know, got got that breaking ball and when that changeup's on, but, you know, he's a, he's a thrower. He's not a pitcher yet. And he's not, like, coming on the scene like Dwight Gooden. That's not that's not happening. Hopefully he can be that guy. I mean, they've talked about A.J. Puck. Oh, God, are we going to do that again? Puck and Lazardo. Puck and Lazardo. I hope they become great pitchers, but they're not at that point right now. Let's go to Ben in Pleasant Hill. Ben, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. How's it going? It's a rough one, Ben. Uh, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, I just want to say thanks to you and Cody for putting together what I can only imagine was was uh, was a tough uh, tough show to put together, like you said, for eight and a half months with no baseball. So thanks for thanks for doing that. And uh, I got a chance to interact with Cody a little bit last year. He's a real stand up guy. So um, and and you as well. So thanks for that. Um, you know, one of the you know, one of the things you've mentioned earlier was the whole runner and scoring position thing. Now, I know when they go into the off season, the hitting coaches will give all the hitters, you know, a certain program or something like that to follow. You know, maybe maybe for this year, they'll just say, "Hey, don't worry about this launch angle crap. None of that. Just just put the just focus on putting the ball in play." I mean, you see it the most with Olsen. I mean, he's going to hit home runs. That's never going to be his problem. But man, when you see the left side of the field open and he just he can't put one through there, it just drives you nuts. And like the teams in the seventies, if you you just put put the ball in play, you'll drive other teams crazy. I mean, it's it's amazing what happens when you make contact. But so you know, like the you know, these guys are professionals, and you can you can learn. It may not happen immediately, but that'd be something cool to see. Um, you know, going forward, and you know and that goes with bringing back Mostella possibly and. And some other guys. Um, the second thing with with Simeon, you know, because it was a shortened season, I know none of us know what's going to happen to him, but possibly because of the shortened season, do you think maybe there's that that brings about a better chance to to bring him back because you didn't you know you didn't get a full 162 from him? You think it's possible that because of that, and he likes it here, that maybe that could that could help his cause. You know, once again, no clue. Like, we just, we yeah. have, we, I mean, we have no idea what the state of California is going to look like from week to week. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, if you really think about that, like, where I live in Santa Clara County, we still can't go into a restaurant. Let alone, what do I know, Marcus yeah. Simeon's going to be making a free agency, right? I haven't been inside a restaurant yeah. or a bar since March 15th. I mean, and every single time I turn around, it seems like everybody wants to keep shutting us down and shut down and shut down and shut. I mean, so it's like, who knows? Baseball, I mean, I, I, I'll i be honest with you. I'm more worried about when I can go eat in a restaurant than what guys are going to make in free agency. But I'm just telling you, Ben, like, this is not a normal show, and this is not a normal year. And I think everybody just has to really, because really, we want to treat this like, 
You know, what's the owners going to spend and what they're going to do? I mean, we, we, uh, seriously, we're going into the unknown. These, this is not the time to be a free agent. Uh, obviously, for Mookie Betts, he got what he got. I was even shocked by that. But coming into this free, who's going to be buyers? Who's going to be sellers? How many people are really going to be big-time buyers? All of that, we don't know if there's going to be spring training. We don't know if the start of the season's going to go. I mean, I... I wish I had answers, but this thing is, you know, yeah. Rob Manfred said it best on our show yesterday when I interviewed him. The virus will dictate how the offseason goes. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that, 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 that is true. I mean, that'll, that'll be the only, only driving force behind anything. So, I mean, it, hell, if you lose him, just just get a damn contact guy for God's sake to fill the spot. Um, one more quick thing. I know, you, I know you, Yes, I mean, I mean, you, you said it. Look what happens when you put the ball in play. It's crazy. But um, just real quick, one more thing. You know, in the past, uh, you know, you've had the shows where fans could call in. You know, during the off season, is that going to be a thing? I know the phone lines you guys have are still a little bit of a work in progress, but is it, could, could that be a thing going forward in the off season or do, do you know anything about that? Uh, we're work. I, put it this way, Ben, you've been one of my great callers. You've been very loyal and I appreciate it. And let's just say yeah. Cody and I, uh, we're hoping that that's going to be an option as we go into the off season with Ace cast live, that we'll be able to actually take phone calls and be able to talk uh, to you, the fans during the off season and rolling into uh, 2021. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be that'd be great. But hey, keep it up in the off season. Love listening to you, and uh, and let's uh, just just keep it going. Thank you, Ben. Let's go to Mike in Sacramento. Mike in Sacktown, you are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hi, Chris. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Well, tough one today. Um, what a what a season, though, you know, I think as you opened up the show talking a little bit with Ken Korak, what a season, just the fact that Major League Baseball pulled off what it did and the Oakland A's are your 2020 American League Western Division champions. I mean, who who even thought we were going to even say that uh, and be a postseason team uh, going into mid to the end of July. Yeah, if you remember back, it was, you know, it was doom and gloom. And summer camp, and is this thing really going to work? And where are they going to work out? Where are they going to play? You know, are they going to do a bubble? Then right. they decide you can't do a bubble. Remember they were talking about sending everybody back to their spring training sites and everybody's going to play at their spring training sites? So they have all the teams in Florida and all the teams. I mean, so many – I mean, the fact that we're here, if you remember back all yeah. the craziness that they were discussing just to get the game going, the fact that we pulled it off is crazy. Well, and, and, and the fact that – I don't know if you – uh, even realized uh, realized this until I say it. Even before a game was even played during this uh, pulled off pandemic shortened season, all thirty clubs, including the A's, released their 2021 162 game regular season. And no joke, 
on April Fool's Day, the A's are opening against the same Astros at the Oakland Coliseum. I mean, isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that is pretty. I, I, I when I yeah. saw the when I saw the spring training schedule, I was like, wow. I mean, we just literally. The virus, as Rob Manfred said on A's Cast Live, the virus will dictate the schedule, will dictate the offseason, the start of spring training, and the start of the season. I mean, I, I, yeah, I, don't, they, I, don't, I don't want to be doom and gloom. I, I, we're going to keep our thing rolling, and we're going to be upbeat, and we're going to be about baseball. But questions about the future, man, if the top guy, if the very, very top guy doesn't know, nobody knows. Well, and, and, and how strange that the, the season schedule is even released when the top guy of Major League Baseball, I mean, let alone the top guy at the Oakland A's, President Cavill, um, comes on and does a, a show with you, uh, The Build, my favorite show with you on non-game days. Uh, I'd be interested to hear from him when that segment uh comes on uh, periodically during the off season. Not only what is going on uh, behind the scenes with the approvals and when there will be public meetings again with uh, regards to everything with Howard Terminal and reuse of the Coliseum, but with safety, with protocols, and with everything that the virus is going to dictate. I mean, heck, are we going to be able to have a fan fest on Saturday, January 30th uh, in Oakland, Jack London Square, or no, are we going to have to skip it for one year? Yeah, it's a whole nother deal we don't know. We really, really don't know. Mike, thank you for the phone call. I always appreciate it. Yeah, everything's an unknown. Like every question going forward that people are going to have, there's no answers. You think the, a- the A's have no, I mean, Fan Fest? Man, just lucky to get these games in right now. I mean, Fan Fest? I mean, what's Christmas going to look like? I mean, I'm worried. I mean, we got Halloween coming up. Is anybody going to have their kids trick-or-treating? I mean, there's just so much that we just, it, you just don't know. Let's go to Jesse and Turlock. Jesse Drop, let's go to Robert in Medford, uh, Medford, Oregon. Go ahead, Robert, in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, hey, Townsy, I, I just want to commend you for everything you did during this whole cycle, you know, this fabricated season. Uh, regardless of how things turned out, better team won today. We both know that. You and I have been following the defense, you know, the defects the A's had. I mean, crying out loud, they still haven't replaced Lowry, let alone got, you know, the kind of hitters that the Astros have, for God's sakes. We all know that. But I'm I'm more concerned about Fisher. I wanted your take on what you think. Is is he still going to stay um, full owner, or is he going to start thinking about maybe handing this off to somebody like, you know, I'm just going to throw out uh, Larry Ellison. You know, because what I think baseball is is kind of like a club, like the NFL. I don't think they want a guy like Emerson to step in. I know, uh, you know, there's two ways to look at it. But what's your gut feeling on really when the A's will be able to compete against these hierarchy teams that they call, uh, you know, let's face it, 
the A's are a small market team. We get to hear that all the time. Here they are in one of the biggest markets in the United States. And, you know, they, we get to hear that as A's fans since Mount Davis was built. I have been told that John loves the team. So until further notice, John Fisher loves the A's, loves owning the A's. So I, I don't see him selling. But once again, that that's so above that's so above me. Like they would never even allow me into those conversations. So ownership is a way, you know, like with baseball questions, I can reach out to Billy. I can reach out to David. I can reach out to Bob. When you start talking about that kind of stuff, that's uh, that's so far above me. I, I got nothing for you on that. Yeah, because you you here you just said earlier in your show, you just want to have that one day where you you know we've hit the pinnacle like the uh, '70s A's did and the '89 A's did, just like all of us. And I've been watching them forever, but you just know what kind of teams are going to win it all. I mean, the Giants pulled it off in in. in 14 for a reason. They had Mad Bum on a roll. You know that, and I know that. I mean, for crying out loud, if he hadn't been on that team, they would have won two championships, and that would have been it. It just it, it rarely happens that the you know that the worst team somehow pulls it out. It happens occasionally, but you saw the Astros. They had an All Star lineup for crying out loud. They, you know, you get two strikes on them, they don't even give a damn uh, unless you're a, 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 a high tier pitcher that has a complete nutty, uh, you know, like, like what Bassett had for a while in September. You've got to have a vertical tumbling curb cutter or, or, or these guys are going to make you look silly. You know it and I know it. Montes just hasn't got there yet. Certainly Manaya has a, a slurve, not a real good, uh, you know, he's good on certain days. But when you're talking about big games like uh, the last four, it's just tough for these young guys. They don't have those. Uh, you know, they just don't have that ability. Well, they got to get that ability because um, they're going to be pitching in some big games coming up here. And they pitch in big games here. And I hope they learn and I hope they get better from that. Because at some point, you know, if Montas and it's going to be Lazardo and it's going to be Manai and it's going to be these guys, it's going to be Bassett, they've got to they've got to man up. You can't be going out there and pitching four innings uh, you, you, you got to – and I'm watching – appreciate the phone call. I'm looking right now. You know, they tried to staff this game, uh, the Rays did, and right now they're down 4-1. And that could tie – if this if this holds, that means there's going to be a game five. I mean, the Yankees even tried to trick it up in game two. And Aaron Boone and Cashman, they took a lot of crap for it. It's like, if you got starters, put them out there. But your starters can't be going four, three, and a third. You got to be better than that. Let's go to let's go to Jonathan in Hayward. Jonathan, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Go ahead, Jonathan. Hey, Tony. What what a day! What a week! Uh, first off, uh, I do want to say hats off to the 2020 bottom feeders, the COVID Marlins, uh, respect Miami. They finally did it after 17 years. What a ride. What an incredible season. Uh, Congrats to Don Mattingly. And I hate to say it, but Derek Jeter, 
uh, for finally getting done what we've waited for for so many years. Wish it could have resulted in a 97 or 2003, but I wanted this for the longest time, so I'm more than happy they got to the division series, and we'll see where that franchise goes going forward uh, into next year. It's going to be very interesting what their future holds. Uh, As for the A's, uh, same old story. As I said, it's been quite a week. I feel like I've been in therapy all week, uh, as you're well aware. My Miami Heat are down three games to one in the NBA Finals. So uh, I think for the A's, I don't know if it's just, uh, you know, retooling the roster. I don't know if it's front office. It's going to be very interesting to see what direction they head in. As you said, we don't even know if we're going to have a season, uh, at least start on time or delayed with COVID or whatever it's going to be. But I just hope that they're, you know, taking this into consideration that it's another year, you know, exit in the division series, you know, Oh six was so long ago. Now, uh, thrilled to get there every year. And certainly the Marlins this year taught me the value of making the postseason. But uh, more than any other year, let alone with with COVID. But it's really a matter of what do you do when you get there, and how do you take that next step? Uh, I know this was a strange year; it's only going to get stranger. And I still worry that there could be a strike, uh, given how close we came this year. And I know they're still in negotiation talks, but it's going to be a very interesting off season. I want to thank you for. Uh, always, always providing this as an outlet, and I'm just thankful we had baseball. It's been an incredible ride, and now more than ever, I'm rooting hard for my Tampa Bay Rays because they're literally my last hope. Otherwise, it's going to be a long, long winter and a very uneventful, uh, and who knows where we're headed into 2021. Uh, very good call. For... Very good call as always. Thank you, Jonathan. And and yeah, that's something I haven't even thought of because I've been been in base. We don't have a CBA after this. What's going to happen with the players? What's going to happen with the owners? So when you talk about hey, free agency, free agency, man, I'm not sure exactly what. You know, with the CBA and how things are going to go, and it's just, we're heading into, I said the abyss, we're heading into, we're heading into, we're heading into territory no one's ever seen before. You're going to have no CBA. I'm hoping, though, that cooler heads will prevail, that we'll be in a situation that what's best for the country is to have baseball, and that. There's been a lot of things that baseball has done that the players' union has to like. You know, they're talking about expansion, and that's two more teams. That's two more organizations. That's way more jobs for the players' union. They're talking about the DH in both leagues. DH is a high-paying job. I mean, they're giving a lot of concessions to the players' union. And the players' union is just going to have to realize that, yeah, you you want old guys to get, you know, like the one caller called about Donaldson. Yeah, they're viewing guys as they're getting into their 30s. They're not young. That's not, you know, 
This is a game that's getting younger and younger and younger. And that's where I have said, and for what it's worth, I have said, if that's the case, if you don't want to pay the guy when he's 32, then you better pay him when he's 26. Pay the guys in their prime. Pay him those prime years, 25, you know, instead of all this arbitration stuff, pay the guys early. But look how many extensions all the young players in baseball have right now. I mean, you're going to tell me that guys aren't getting paid? Trout, Betts, Machado, Harper. I mean, you've got all these guys. Acuna Jr., everybody's like, he only signed for 100-something million? Yeah, he only signed for 100-something million. All these guys. There's a record amount of extensions out there. So I can't see the, the players, like, especially the players who didn't make all their money this year, you think they're going to want to have labor strife and not make the full boat next year? Seriously? You don't think Mookie wants all that money? You don't think Trout wants to make his money? You got to play to make the money. All right, let's go to Armand in San Jose. Armand, you are now on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony, uh, why didn't you take the McDonald's bed and get you a 20-piece McNugget meal with that one guy? Yeah, the old days. I used to be able to. I used to be able to woof down a twenty-piece McNugget with a Big Mac, but uh, those days are way over for me. Yeah, you're too old for that. Yeah, you know, I I think the problem is we just saw the difference in the level of skill with the hitters. Uh, the pitching is one thing, but just talking about the hitting, it, it comes down to it like this: uh, Robbie Grossman is nice, but you got to get a left fielder who's a good all-around hitter. I mean, this team needs a number three hitter. If you are identifying uh, Loriano and Piscotti, and then you got Cannon who plays out there at times as being a regular part of the lineup, then you got to get a left fielder. I'm sorry, nothing against Grossman, but, I mean, when I'm looking at the Dodgers lineup, you look at the Astros lineup, if you're trying to be a part of that elite group, you got to get another hitter in this lineup that can hit third, that can get you about 280, 290, hit good with runners in scoring position, get you some home runs, but most importantly, get a guy who can drive in 100. Uh, This team is lacking that. Um, Another thing, too, I brought up with Olsen in my last call a couple days ago, and somebody else said it. You know, you got to learn how to adjust. Uh, One thing that I don't like with Olsen is that there are too many times where I feel where he's got third base and left field open. And there's a pitch, maybe it's just a bit off the corner, but it's borderline enough to where he can kind of slap his bat at it and punch the ball down the line. He refuses to do it. You got to take that. I'm sorry. I know he wants to pull the ball and rip it a ton, but you know when you can get an easy RBI, just take the risk at this point. Um, but they just don't have a lot of hitters, in my opinion, that are very skilled. You know, it's pretty much all or nothing from time to time. And as far as the pitching go, I mean, you said it best. You can't have a starting rotation that gives you four to five innings. I don't care if it's a pandemic season. You cannot have that, especially in the postseason. You're playing against teams that are way too good. Most of these teams have playoff experience anyway, so you're not going against a team who's there for the first time and could be uh, intimidated. So, you know, and like you also said, yeah, the A's don't have that it guy. They don't, whether it's a pitcher or a person in the lineup. They don't have it. We're hoping Chapman can get to that point, Olsen. 
but there are a lot of bad habits that I see from this team that it does not translate to getting better in the postseason. It's too easy to strike these guys out. You know, I don't know why the hell Billy Bean gets all this credit. I know he's done a pretty decent job of what he's given, but this guy has never won a World Series, and yet people treat him like he's this savant of baseball. I'm really sick and tired of it. It doesn't mean he doesn't have a place. I'm just saying I don't fear the start over like maybe some people do. I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying I don't. But I just think we got to get to a point to where we have to be realistic. They don't have the overall talent that some of these other teams do. They don't even have an Acuna Jr. of their own. As good as Chapman is, as good as Olsen is, these guys aren't like Acuna. They're not like Tatis. These guys are electric. You pay to see these guys play. They don't have that. And as far as Luzardo goes, you're absolutely right. You know, when I hear people talk him up, I remember seeing Dwight Gooden as a little kid back in the 80s. This <laughs> dude is nothing on that level. I remember Fernando Valenzuela coming up. I mean, what are these people thinking? So we just have to be realistic with it. And you know what? Fires didn't pitch, and he talked all that stuff about the Astros. So that shows what confidence they had in him you got to get better starters, and they're going to have to spend some money, regardless of when the next free agency period is with the next baseball season up in there, whether it's next season or the following season. you got to invest money. You do have to start paying Chapman and Olsen now if you think they're the guys, but then you have to add to that. They've got a nice little core, but there are some very replaceable pieces that they better get on the ball with now because eventually Anaheim will get pitching. And when you look at Trout and Rendon, I'm going to tell you something. Every time they played the Angels, I was worried because those two guys just would not get out. I mean, Rendon had games where he was three for four or four for five, and Trout has always been an A's killer. So eventually, you know, they're going to spend the money and make the right decisions. You can't keep counting on this the way the A's are doing it. And it, it just comes down to that. Well, I'll tell you, good phone call. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, he – I just went to Fernando. Fernando's first full year at 20 years old was 13 and 7 with a 2.48 ERA. At 21, he was 19 and 13 with a 2.87. At 21, Jesus Lazardo was 3 and 2 this year with a 4.12 ERA. And oh, by the way, in the last month plus the two playoff games, he was 1 and 1 with a 5.45 ERA. I'm not saying he can't be great. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we got to pump the brakes that he's great now because it's been said multiple times on my show. He's great. Oh, he's the best pitcher on the eight. Like, what? Numbers do matter. you got to look at the numbers. Let's go to Steven in Vallejo. Steven, you are on the A's clubhouse. He dropped. Let's go to Kyle in Hillmar. Kyle, welcome to the A's clubhouse uh, show. Can you hear me, Tony? Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. All right. What fitting music, man. You know, it's kind of happy and sad. Sun is setting right now and setting on the A's season. You know, win or lose, it's always a sad day when it's the A's last game. But uh, got to start off here be a little positive. Uh, we won the, the division. No one we uh, can take that away from us. We earned that. Uh, we won a playoff series for the first time since 2006. And we did not get swept, which when you hear the stats, you would think we would get swept. And, of course, I would have rather uh, lost the division and beat the Astros, but that is what it is. But uh, here's the negative. In this series, 8.25 runs a game given up. 
let me repeat that. 8.25 runs a game given up. That's just terrible. We need starting uh, pitching. And you think if we had uh, getting Chris Davis back, especially when we scored five and a half runs a game, that we would win. But, uh, yeah, like uh, look into the future, and that's uh, all we have to look forward to right now is uh, we need starting pitching. We definitely should keep Hendricks, but I'm not sure exactly where we go from here. Um, I would honestly – I know you guys might not like hearing it, but I would take losing Simeon for getting someone like a Trevor Bauer or Masahiro Tanaka. I mean, I'm willing to lose someone like that to get a quality ace because that's what we need. We need starting pitching. You're not going to win too many uh, playoff series when, what, four and two-thirds most or four and one-thirds your starting pitcher goes. And, yeah, so I just think we can really uh, afford to lose a player like that to get an uh, exchange for a starting ace. And, Honestly, I think you can balance it out with Chad Pender. I mean, I think if you give him an everyday starting role, he can easily hit probably 250, 350 on base with 25-plus home runs a year and 80 RBIs. Plus, he's a terrific uh, defender, and he can play all over the field. Like, uh, I can't remember the guy from, like, uh, Chicago Cubs. I mean, the A's had him for a year. Zobris. And then you got, you know, people like Sheldon Noisy. Yeah, Zobris, Ben Zobris, thank you. And then you got people like Sheldon Noisy. You know, he's been hitting – 30-plus home runs, so maybe he can, you know, go to second base, and I don't know. But, yeah, that's all I pretty much got. We just we really need Sheldon uh, starting pitching, and I really think that exchanging and losing someone like a – heck, I hate saying it, but a Chapman, and I'm wearing his Kelly Green jersey, or an Olsen, I, honestly, what we have right now doesn't work with the starting pitching. So I really think that will uh, take us to the next level. What do you think about that? Uh, thank you for the phone call. I love the idea of Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer has always said he only wants to sign one year. So go out and sign him. And now you have that guy. Can you imagine how everybody slotted just down after that if you had Trevor Bauer and the way he pitched this year and in his prime? Yeah, the pitching. If you're going to win a World Series, like the numbers he just gave you, and I've got all these different numbers, they're not good. And what was supposed to be the A's strength was not their strength in this series. It wasn't. All righty, we appreciate all the phone calls. I got through all of them. You all got in. Now we got to hear from the skipper. We'll hear from Marcus Simeon, Ramon Laureano. That's all coming up next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. And, of course, the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university. We are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. 
Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience, where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 5940075. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you. The same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. Remember your kid's first bike ride? You were filled with pride and terror. Now she's 16 on her first solo drive, but this time in a Honda Civic, packed with Honda Sensing safety features and Apple CarPlay so she can check in. Just like we agreed, right young lady? Right now, get a great deal on a new Civic at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Honda is family. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. The Oakland A's are proud to have joined Rally the Vote, a nonpartisan coalition with When We All Vote, Rise, and professional sports franchises across the country committed to encouraging fans to register to vote and participate in elections. Led by the Sacramento Kings, the coalition includes 35 professional sports teams across Major League Baseball and the NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLS, and NWSL. Visit rallythevote.org for more information to register to vote and to take action today. Take this breaking ball and hit it to right center hard. Three balls, two strikes. Greg, <laughs> just put up two fingers. He's calling his own game yeah. again. They lead from first and second. Ramon hits a high fly ball. Left center field. Tucker going back. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 3-0 lead. They told him what was coming. Ramon Laureano <laughs> drills one into the pavilion in left field. 3-0 A's in the second. Well, let's assume that Laureano gave himself the speech that he gave to everybody else before this at bat because Granke puts up two fingers, and I think it looked like some sort of an off-speed pitch. And if it was, which it was. It, it was, was a breaking a, ball. It, it, and he put up, Granke put up two fingers, which would indicate a curveball. And he absolutely crushed it. 
Well, it started out good. But then things changed and it changed fast. This is the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. A's with the loss to the Astros. They lose 11 to 6. Series is over. Here's Bob Melvin with the media. Hi, Bob. Um, first of all, I think we were all probably a little worried when we saw that you weren't out there making the uh, pitching changes. Are you doing okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I just had a little foot thing pop up during batting practice, and I didn't want to limp out there and limp back. It takes a time, so that's all. Okay. Um, could you reflect on this series as a whole, particularly the, the troubles your pitching staff had keeping that offense in check? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's, that's basically what beat us. We couldn't hold them down. And, you know, Ramon's home run felt like a thousand run homer at the time. We felt really good about where we were going. Frankie was pitching really well, had good stuff, good velo, good breaking ball. And then all of a sudden, a big inning kind of derailed it a little bit. And then we just couldn't hold them down after that, unfortunately. You know, they swing the bat well. You have to make good pitches against them. You know, it's going to be a battle to the end. Uh, we just couldn't do enough, you know, uh, on the pitching end to hold them down. And then you start to press a little bit, even though our guys had a good attitude every inning, even going into the ninth inning and getting some guys on. And, you know, we, we battled to the end, as you would expect, but just not enough. Martin Gallegos. Hey, Bob. Um, the bullpen was obviously, I mean, great all year. Um, I know the Astros have a really good lineup, obviously. Um, but is it a little bit surprising when you take into account how, you know, every game it seemed like they just it was hard to kind of stop stop those rallies from getting longer yeah I mean we you look at the numbers over the course of the regular season with with our bullpen it was you know that's we had a lead we have a leave after the sixth we usually won so you know it didn't happen this series and you know we struggled to hold them down really the entire game at times so just a good offensive team that hit their stride at the right time John Dickey Hey, Bob, you, it looked like you were going to take that lead from three to nothing to four to nothing when Reddick makes that catch in the corner. How was that? Momentum is something we've talked about for, for you know, the entire postseason, but how, how much of a swing was that? I don't, I don't think so. I actually, when Ole hit it, I didn't think it was going that far. And, you know, he caught it two handed. He's a great defender, but I don't think that took any wind out of our sails. I mean, one run at that point. You know, we would have just meant four to nothing. So I, I don't think it meant that much. It was a nice play. Melissa Lockhart. Uh, the Astros defense, though, in general, was was really good in this series. Um, can, can you talk a little bit about what makes their infield in particular so special defensively? Starts with their shortstop. You know, I mean, he seems like he's always in the right position. Can't get anything by him. You know, he's got a terrific throwing arm and, and really was – an igniter for them the whole series, both offensively and defensively. He showed up offensively at the right time. He's just a, you know, he's a, he's a great player. So, you know, we're talking about a lot of shortstops in the league uh, and a lot of the good defensive ones. He's right there at the top. Manolo Hernandez doing. Hello, Bob. Uh, congratulations on another fantastic season, my dear friend. Uh, they have uh, the same core of players since 2017, basically the same team. 
How much do you think the, the experience factor played into this series, uh, Bob? Uh, I mean, for them, probably, I mean, that, that's why they've been gone as far as they have every year is due to the experience and the teams played together and they're a really good team. When you're a good team, you try to keep them together. So I, I don't think we were overwhelmed by experience. We went into the series thinking we were going to win for sure. And, you know, we, we played well against them in the off season, excuse me, during the regular season. So, so we should have had a lot of confidence going in, you know, got into a little bit of a hole, won a big game yesterday, got off to a good start today. So I, I don't think that, we were thinking about their experience. Um, you know, it, it is an experienced team that's played well for years now. Matt Kawahara. Hi, Bob. Um, just with uh, the way that the, the ball traveled throughout the entire series and, and the, just the number of home runs that were hit, um, how did that affect the dynamic of these games? Well, I mean, you knew you had, to an extent there was never going to be a lead that was, felt like it was too big. I'm shocked that Marcus's ball didn't go out. That's a ball that now all of a sudden we're within two, you know, and that's the way the series is going. I, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the wind was blowing in at that time or whatever, but every ball that was hit like that at hundred miles an hour seemed to go out. That one didn't. And if there was ever a momentum swing, that was probably the biggest one. And that, you know, that ball goes out. Now it's, it's a whole different ball game again. Ron Krojcik. Bob, you talked about the bullpen, but what about your starters? Uh, none of the four in this series made it through the fifth inning. I think Chris Bassett in the White Sox series was the only one in the postseason, uh, and that's uncharacteristic, it seems. Is some of that youth and, and nerves or over-adrenaline or what, any thread you can connect? No, I think in the postseason, you tend to go to your bullpen a little bit earlier anyway when you have a strength, but we just couldn't hold them down in any facet as far as the pitching went. You know, we had some stretches where we did, um, you know, both out of the bullpen and the rotation, but nothing sustained through nine innings, and that's why they won the series. Got time for three more. And Killian. Hi, Bob. Um, I know it's been a just a hot second, but any reflections on this weirdest of all seasons and and getting through it? Um, you know, maybe later. We. It's not like. There was a point during the season that you were you forgot about it. I mean, it was always a, a bit of a struggle for everybody, for every team. Um, you know, as far as getting used to it, I don't know. It seemed like there were different different hurdles that you had to uh, try to get over. But it's an even playing field for every team, and we knew it going in, and we knew it would be tough. As Sixty games felt more like you know a regular season, but even playing field for everybody. So um, our reflection is that we had our goals were lofty and, and we fell short of them. Martin Gallegos. Bob, well, I know it's super early for this, but did, did the thought at all cross your mind about that being Marcus Simeon's possibly his last at bat? I mean, being a free agent, not knowing what could happen. No, it didn't. I mean, you get kind of lost in the moment. You wouldn't. It doesn't surprise you that he put together a great at bat in the shadows with with two out and the whole bit. Um, but no, I I haven't thought about that yet. Um, I'm pretty close to Marcus. We'll be we'll be in uh, close contact here, and I, I wish him the best. Whatever happens, obviously we'd love to have him back. He's meant so much to this organization, not only as a as a player but as a person, as a leader, 
is what he means to the community. There are, there are a lot of reasons that we would love to have Marcus back. And we'll end with Susan Slusser. Bob, obviously a lot of teams are missing key players this time of year, but what did Chapman's absence, in the, particularly in this series, maybe mean for you guys? Yeah, it hurt. You know, it's one thing to have key players struggle some, but you, you know, you always have uh, your core guys and your voice and your leadership. And he, he, he meant a lot to our team. We'll never use anything as an excuse, you know, obviously, you know, defensively, there's nobody like him. So, and he makes everybody better out there. So we weren't as good defensively, but you know what? Jake Land came and did a great job. Pinder did a great job. We're not going to be able to replace Matt this year, but we felt like the guys that came in and, and, you know, had to take over for him, did a good job for us. It, you know, we just we just fell short. You know, it's tough to think about. Marcus Simeon not being in Oakland A. As he and Mark Canna are the two longest tenured guys. And, yes, he and Bob are very close. I know Marcus wants to be here. There is a chance. I mean, I'm not going to be shocked either way. I'm not going to be shocked if someone makes him an offer he can't refuse. And I'm not going to be shocked if he stays here in Oakland. And he's here for a long time. I'm not going to be shocked. I hope it's not his last at-bat. I hope it's not his last game in Oakland. Here is Marcus Simeon with the media after the loss. Susan Slusser, we'll start with you. Hi, Marcus. Um how difficult a series was this for you guys from the standpoint that you, you took the lead early in so many games and Houston kept finding a way to come back and, and regain the lead time and time again? Yeah, I mean, you start to realize, you know, after the first game that any lead early in the game is not enough, you know, uh, either side. You know, we got out to a lead a couple times. They got to, out to a lead um, around the fourth inning and just doesn't feel safe, you know, maybe in the regular season or we're in Oakland where the ball's not traveling as well. But uh, in this series, you know, you just have to keep adding on. Um, and they did that today. They kept adding on and we, we couldn't catch them. But, you know, that was the kind of series it was. And it easily could have flipped. You know, we had a couple innings where we could have, you know, tacked on some runs and didn't happen. And that's how it goes. Marcus, obviously this game just ended, but have you reflected on the fact that this this might have been your last game in an A's uniform? Or you think about things like that at all on a day like today? Yeah, I mean, I thought about that in, you know, the wild card series when we were elimination game. You know, I'm pretty logistical. I understand what's going on with, you know, everything, and our backs were against the wall a couple times here in the playoffs, and uh, – you know, you put that jersey on, you take the field. You know, I took the field in the, the bottom of the eighth. I'm like, is this my last time playing shortstop for this team? I don't know. You know, it's, you know, that's, I've never been in this position. You know, I've always been, you know, with Oakland or, you know, before with the White Sox. This is just, you know, new to me. So I uh, haven't t- taken that much time to, you know, think about all that stuff, but, you know, that was, pretty much what I was thinking in the bottom of the eighth. Martin Gallegos. Marcus, um, that ball you hit um, before, I think it was the seventh inning where it died out at the warning track. Did you feel like that one was, was going out? And um, just that fight you showed in the ninth inning, I mean, does that kind of characterize what type of team this team is? Yeah, I mean, 
it wasn't as hot today, you know, and the, the, the breeze started picking up the wrong way. Um, you know, I knew right when I hit it, I knew the scoreboard said I hit it 100 at a 34. And I'm always looking at those numbers and seeing how, you know, if it's hot, you know, maybe it goes, but not today. Um, and then Tucker hit one that probably would have went as well the next inning, and it didn't. So, you know, in the last inning, you know, that's what we do. We, we make it tough on the on the, the closer. You know, we've seen that guy a, a lot. We've seen Presley a bunch. We know kind of what he's going to do. You know, it was a little tough to see um, with the shadows, but we grinded out some at-bats and tacked some on. And, you know, hey, if KD hits a homer there, it's 11-9. Who knows what happens? But we, we always feel like we're in that game. Shana, Ruben. Hi, Marcus. Uh, the season obviously just ended, but how do you reflect on such a strange roller coaster ride of a of a year? Yeah, I mean, once we got into the playoffs, it just felt like a new season. Um, you know, for me, I just tried to, you know, work on what was, you know, going well for me at the plate and continue to work on that. I think that with it being such a short season, um, a lot of us are still going to, you know, we might get right to work this off season just because the timing is different. Um, they say you should take time off, but I think that we've already had our time off during quarantine. Um, so I'm probably going to get creative here this off season and, you know, change the way I, I work out and do all that stuff with the timing this off season. But we just have to build off what we, we did here in the playoffs. We played some good ball. We had some injuries. We didn't have Chapman. Um, but we still made things work. We played some good ball, but we, we ran into an offense that was uh, really hot. Marcus Thompson. Marcus, the last couple of years previously, you ended the year feeling like, you know, you didn't really put together the best effort or just wasn't like A's baseball. This, does this year feel different? Do you feel like uh, this was a good representation of who you guys are? Well, you know, our goal is to win the World Series. So I think that when you lose in the ALDS, it's not exactly where you want to be. Um, we knew that we had the pieces to to go further, and our goal was always the World Series. But can't hang our heads. We played good baseball. We, you know, we were two seed in a short season. Um, you know, our bullpen was great. Our pitching was great. The bats during the regular season, you know, weren't as hot as years past, but in the playoffs, we turned it on. Uh, so that's, you know, those are things that you build on for next year. Um, but, you know, we showed some fight, you know, these guys, the Astros, uh, you know, they have that playoff experience, but I feel like we were hanging with them in every game. And, um, you know, that's how it goes. It was a tough game today, you know, kind of a blowout loss, but, um, you know, the, those games happen. It's just tough timing for us. Time for two more, Ron Projic. Marcus, you mentioned the starting pitching has been pretty solid this season, and the playoffs starters had trouble going more than four or five innings. Uh, how encouraged were you early? It seemed like Frankie really had his good stuff. Did you think he was sort of bucking that trend? And and, and what do you think happened with the starters? Are they were they a little nervous? Obviously, they're they're younger players. Uh, I'm curious your thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, everybody's stuff looked pretty good. I think that when you face a team like the Astros, who we, we've seen a lot this year and in years past, you know, they, they're familiar with our guys, too. So they, you know, there's certain counts where they may sit on certain pitches. Um, 
you know, I don't know if Correa was sitting on a breaking ball, but he definitely stayed back. And those are just things that he probably saw in the past off Frankie and he, he got it, you know, and those are things that we do against other teams that we've seen a lot too. Um, so it worked out for them, you know, but we have, we have a good staff. I think the league knows that, you know, every time a guy gets on second base, they talk about how good, you know, our guys are and, you know, we're a good team and, you know, experience is key. I think this experience will make all of our guys better. I've never seen a guy, um, you know, ha you know, throw a lot of innings in the playoffs or, you know, get more experience and not get better from it. You know, um, I'm talking about Bassett and Montas, all these guys, they're going to get better and they were already really good. So I'm looking forward to watching them. And we'll end with Matt Kalahara. Hey, Marcus, uh, you mentioned at the start that it felt like no lead was really safe in this series. Um, just with the way that the ball was flying and just all of the home runs that were hit, what, what was it like to be a part of games like that? What was the uh, feeling? How did that affect the dynamic of these games, just the, the sheer number of home runs? Yeah, I mean, I think a little bit of is, is that the hitters have adrenaline too. So, you know, if you connect with the ball and you already have a lot of adrenaline, um, you know, good things can happen. But yesterday, I think the first three games, it was, you know, if you barrel it in the air, it's got a chance. I think today, you know, the home runs that were hit were legit. You know, they were, those balls were crushed. Um, and it played a little bit more true. We saw that on my ball. Um, but that's more what we're used to in Oakland. You really got to, you know, barrel it up to to get it. But every field's different. That's why the, that's what makes this league fun. Is you go to different ballparks and see how it flies, and you adjust from there. Well, that is going to do it. You heard from Melvin. You heard from Marcus Simeon. Hopefully, not the last time we hear from Marcus Simeon as an Oakland. A. In the end, they won the West. They won a playoff round against the White Sox. Did they fall short of their goals? Of course they did. But once again, once again, proud of the organization. Proud that we got through this thing when a lot of people didn't think we, we would. If you remember when this thing first started, everybody thought, oh, boy, this is going to be a disaster. This is not going to work. You guys are dangerous. You shouldn't be playing. You're putting so many people at risk. And then all of a sudden, the Marlins, COVID-19 went through their organization, then the Cardinals, and you started to believe, yeah, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. But, but in the end, baseball's made it happen, and they continue to make it happen. Right now down at Petco Park, the Yankees lead the Tampa Bay Rays 4-1. to one. I haven't checked. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What do we got here at Padres and Dodgers? That's 2-1 uh, Padres right now over the Dodgers in the third. I want to stress to you, we are not going away. We will continue with A's cast and A's cast live. Things aren't changing. We're going to have the same type of offseason that we had last year that will continue to cover the playoffs We'll continue to cover baseball, and we'll continue to have our live show, A's Cast Live. You can follow me at Townsend Radio, and you can, fo you can follow A's Cast at AthleticsCast24. That's at AthleticsCast24. We'll have updates about how everything is going to go. But once again, there's a total unknown right now. We have no idea how the offseason is going to work. 
Now, we have ideas of what we're going to do with A's cast. But from the standpoint of baseball, once the World Series ends, you know, the virus isn't going to be gone. So I don't know about the winter meetings. I don't know about the CBA between the owners and the Players Association, the business of baseball. I don't know if anybody is going to even sign a contract before they put together the CBA. You know, if the owners feel like there could be, and once again, it would be so tone deaf on both sides if they didn't realize you need to get the sport back on the field as soon as possible. Like, if you're fighting over money at a time like this, it's going to be a bad look. I, I, I really hope that the commissioner and his guys and Tony Clark, who runs the Players Association, and, and his people, that they do this very quietly. Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. The best thing for baseball, keep it quiet. Don't negotiate through the media because nobody's going to be, no one's going to want to hear it. The millionaires up against the billionaires, that is, this is, this is not going to be a time in our country that people are going to tolerate a whole lot of stuff. So my best advice is negotiate. It's going to be hard. Of course it is. And it's going to get ugly. It's a negotiation. Everybody's fighting for what they want. But in the end, do it privately. And don't be leaking out K. Ken Rosenthal. And then he's tweeting, and then Joel Sherman. That's not going to help you. Keep it in-house. Do that type of agreement that, hey, listen, we're going to let's get this deal done, but let's do this amongst ourselves. Keep the media out of it. People don't want to hear about it. They, don't want, they just want to know you got a deal done. And probably that's when we'll understand what's going to happen with free agency. And, you know, is I, I, who's going to go out there and sign a huge contract right now if you don't have a, if you have a virus going on and you don't even have a CBA that's done? I can't imagine that's going to happen. But I want to thank all of you for what you do for us. How you help us build this thing called A's Cast and this thing called A's Cast Live. And the fact that you guys listen, and you listen consistent, uh, consistently, it really means a lot. Because we're doing everything we can to make the best possible product for this organization, for this brand, and for the fan base. Something that you can be proud of and that you can enjoy and you can love listening to. So tell your friends, tell your family, we're not going away. A's Cast will still be streaming 24-7. A's Cast Live, we're still going to be on. We'll get you updates on how it's going to work. You know, we were hoping to go all the way through the World Series, but obviously that is not going to happen. And and for Cody and I, and I think of Matt Pearl, and I think of Dave Cavill, uh, Joey Libatori, the Italian Stallion, you know, all the people that uh, that are part of this and put their heart and soul into it, 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 it uh, this season end up being great. 
Not the, not from the standpoint of how it ended, but the fact that we got it and we had it and we covered it. We covered it better than anybody. And you have my promise that's not going to stop. So continue to support us in the off season, and we're going to have a blast, hopefully. And before you know it, let's just pray that We'll have a baseball season, a normal baseball season next year, 162, and that we can all come together and go to the Coliseum and enjoy the A's. Come see me in the treehouse. God, I miss my treehouse. But hopefully we have a normal season next year. But you know what? If we don't, guess what? We're still going to make the best of it because that's how we roll. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. We will be with you the entire offseason. Be well. Be safe. The A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This buzz for you. Take care, everybody. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. Hit well. Back is Upton at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.